0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, Your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. It is Thursday, January 18th, and it is 24 degrees outside. Being on this path, this walking path around the lake, there are a lot of joggers, a lot of runners, and the loop here is about two miles or so, and for the last few times I've been here, I remember back to when I used to run on this path around this lake. At times, just thoughtlessly, just throw on your running shoes and go for a jog, go for a run, sometimes two, three, four, five times. I know running's not for everybody, but it has a lot of benefits if you're able to do it. Can be a great way to de-stress keep your weight down if that's something that you're interested in doing you can throw on some music and listen to basically whatever you want while you're on this track this journey this journey where once you start once you get to the halfway point you have to finish whether you're going to walk or, or jog or whatever because you got to get back to your starting point point. and so of course being myself walking around here as a one-eyed wally i want to run i want to get back in shape i was never honestly really a runner like, I couldn't just run for miles and miles and miles and nonstop. stop I was more of like a start and stopper. I was more of a sprinter, to be honest, probably. But that cycle of jogging for as long as you can, walking for as little as possible and then jogging again, was just how I got by. It was better than nothing, which is what I'm doing now. What's up, y'all? Me from the future. I ended up talking for about 17 to 23 minutes, which, of course, needed to get cut down. There are a lot of airplanes and chainsaws and things happening in the background, and it's also getting late in the day, I have a lot of other things that I need to do, so I'll be cutting in and out quite a bit to shorten this uh, audio, and also to spare your ears from the sound of trees getting cut down in the background. For these few minutes, I had recapped a book I read called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, most often known for being a super tough dude and a, (laughs) a daily runner. And uh, I was talking about the fact that I used to go on runs on a regular basis. And at the time, I was able to run. I I could go run, and it was chill, right? I wasn't doing any David Goggins 200-mile races, but I was in shape. I was pushing myself. And fast forward to a couple years later, it's 2020, and it's the pandemic. And it seems like a great time to stay in shape and keep your lungs healthy, just in case you get sick. For a time, I was able to continue to exercise in a gym, but after a while, that wasn't really an option. And I didn't know, I, we had moved, so I didn't know the area very well. I didn't feel comfortable in the area either. I didn't really know many people, and uh, there was just a lot going on. So going for a one or two mile run at the time wasn't really doing it for me unless I really pushed the pace. At which point, I'm only running for, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, and it didn't seem like an adequate amount of time to the exercise that I wanted. So what I started doing was wearing a weight vest for brisk walks or light jogs, and then I'd come home and do a bunch of exercises for a bunch of resistance training-related exercises, stuff for your arms and legs and whatnot. And I didn't get a chance to do this too often, but there was one day I was out jogging along the road, on a sidewalk, but along a fairly busy road, and I'm wearing this weight vest. And me from the future again. In addition to the weight vest I was using an altitude mask at times because it was helping me. At the time I kind of felt like it was gonna help me strengthen my lungs. Jury was a little out on that so you know don't criticize me for trying something. I was just experimenting with fitness stuff. I'd also wear a hoodie over the weight vest because it looked a little less sus to have something that looked militaristic at a time when people were not quite in their right minds about things. So I spent some time describing essentially the fact that I looked very out of place, and because I had seemed out of place in a place that I wasn't very familiar with, um, I was quite distracted a lot of time when I was running, um, just trying to be aware of my surroundings. I just felt out of place. And so it may have been that, or it may have been the fact that I have terrible peripheral vision, especially in the lower, lower part of my vision field, where, you know, where the ground is and at one point i was kind of in the zone i was finally like kind of breathing pretty heavily i was pushing myself i was getting what i was looking for out of the run and then there was this one moment right foot was in the air left foot was down and when you're jogging and by definition there's always a moment where both feet are off the ground and that moment lasted for just a second too long it was just a second longer than it was supposed to because i had come up to a curb a very very tall curb that I totally didn't see. It just didn't register to me that I was at the street, that the sidewalk had ended, that there was a tall red curb right in front of me, and that I was stepping right off of it. I had never landed on my foot like that with 15 to 20 pounds on my back. And I didn't know that drop was coming. So when I landed, I landed all the way on my ankle and you know completely busted everything, sprawled out on the street, looking ridiculous, gasping for air through this device on my face and honestly kind of dazed for a moment because one second I was just flying high and feeling good and the next second I was just laid out. When I got up, I knew the ankle wasn't in a good spot and it was definitely one of those limp home moments and for weeks and weeks and weeks that ankle was in rough shape but, you know, couldn't really get to a doctor very easily at the time so I just kind of put it up, iced it, and didn't think about it. Weeks later, the next time I went out to go for a jog. Me here again. Uh, Basically, I went for a jog again at one point after recovering and rolled my ankle pretty badly going off another curb at a completely different spot. After this issue, I didn't really go for a run again while I was living there, and after moving again to where I am now essentially with this lake, I discovered over time that during the day, and most times of the day, I couldn't see well enough to go for a walk. There was always too bright or too dark outside, and a lot of other really rough stuff was going on at the time, so it just eventually became something that I felt like I couldn't do. Ever since then, if I haven't had a gym membership, I've had to make do doing silly exercises at home, burpees, jumping jacks, jogging in circles, shadow boxing. It's not the same as being able to go for a swim, go for a bike ride, go for a run, and, For the last few years it wasn't about having access to a place to exercise, it was the fact that to go anywhere and do anything required a buddy. By this point I was almost home and I was kind of making the point that it's hard to have a David Goggins mentality when it feels like you need to depend on other people to do the things that you want to do. To not be able to just go outside and go for a 10, 15, 20 mile run on my own because I might just not be able to see as well as the average person even on a pedestrian sidewalk or a paved path felt bad and of course i as i described i was doing what i can and i continue to but there are so many things that i want to go out there and do for me these days it's finding a way to do it or finding a way to bring other people in so that i can do it and even if i'm depending on someone else for something like running there's no reason that as we're doing it that thing can't be beneficial to somebody else Two of the quotes that I had wanted to share earlier this week are as follows. The first is by Margaret J. Wheatley. When we seek for connection, we restore the world to wholeness. Our seemingly separate lives become meaningful as we discover how truly necessary we are to each other. The other is by David Spangler, the philosopher. Some people think they are in community, but they're only in proximity. True community requires commitment and openness. It's a willingness to extend yourself To encounter and know the other. In some ways, going through vision loss has left me feeling kind of useless, like unable to do things, and it's frustrating because it's not that I can't do things, it's that I need to do things or want to do things in a way that other people can't or don't. To all the people out there with vision impaired issues with other disabilities or handicaps. People who have fully lost their sight. I don't know what it's like to be you, but I do know that it's difficult to be in a sighted world, uh, an able world, where you can do things. You really can contribute and do most things that other people can do. You should be empowered to do whatever it is you want to do. But because things are done a certain way, or people have a certain perspective, you're held back from reaching your true potential because of just how things are. This can be extended to people who think differently, people who are struggling with mental health issues, just people who are struggling in general. It's our job as a community, as a society, to come together and make sure that we're facilitating a world where people can be themselves and actualize the things that they that make their life meaningful. The more we do this, the more bright lights can shine, and we will all have a brighter future, which facilitates us all having a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find... More information about the tracks I used and the quotes in the show notes. With how my day's gone, uh, I don't have time to fully explain most of my point for today. I'm sure it'll carry over into the next episode, but I'm happy to have shared my story to have shared a couple quotes and put another episode out there. Hopefully I can kind of clamp down on this point as I see you in the next episode.